Good morning. It's the Worker's Beat. I'm Gene Lance. And the applause is for the beautiful redhead. Bonnie Mathias. Good morning. We like to start the Worker's Beat. Everything about the point of view of working people. Yeah. We like to start with things you can do. There's a demonstration today at 12 o'clock at Dallas City Hall for global pandemic help. On March the 16th, Wednesday at noon, they're going to pick it at 1902 West Freeway in Grand Prairie. That's the Lockheed plant where my union brothers and sisters work. But the peace people are going to be out there because they say Lockheed is making money out of the present war. Well, so is ExxonMobil, so... Why don't we go pick at them instead? All of the oil people are, well, there's a lot of union people work for ExxonMobil. Yes. So this is always a contradiction, and it's always something yes. that uh, needs hard. to be worked out. Yeah. March the 17th at 7.30, the Dallas AFL-CIO meeting for all affiliated members at 1408 North Washington, Bonnie's Union Hall. March the 19th, Senate districts will meet, I guess, and, and county Democrats We'll meet all over the state on uh-huh. March the 19th. Uh-huh. Uh, you need to register if you're going. March the 21st, confirmation hearings to begin on Katanji Brown-Jackson for Yay. the Supreme Court. March the 30th, 10 o'clock, rally for good jobs in the airline industry, sponsored by Workers United. But the, I don't know the place. I just know it's 10 o'clock on March the 30th. Somebody call and tell us if you, if you know. They uh, may be keeping that under wraps until closer to it to I know what they want they want American Airlines to treat their employees right well and, what do you know and, uh, and allow unionism April the 23rd the National Nurses United Union National Day of Action to all support right. Medicare for all April 25th early voting begins for the May constitutional referendum and municipal elections and early voting ends May the 3rd. I got a bunch more of these, but there's no point in getting too far off into right, the future. Right. Are we going to have an election in Dallas County on uh, uh, for a constitutional referendum? Yes. Okay, so that, yes. that election will take place. April uh, 25th is early voting to May 3rd. May 7th is the election day. Uh, you have time to still get your ballot by mail. Okay. If you are having, if you've been rejected uh, more than once, call us at the party. Let us help you uh, get that get that taken care of. Okay. 972-647-1893 is the number. Call us. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Uh, yes, Bonnie and Jean. How you doing? Good morning, Good morning Imani. Oh man, it's that's not a good morning because I I listen to your show all the time and I hear the same old complaints of the poor people are losing. Gene, I want you to like well, you're a hippie, bro. Look yeah. up no, we don't have no excuse now. Look up when Eisenhower in nineteen sixties was speaking about the war industrial complex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He said look out for him. Look out for him. And it's here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the military-industrial complex is certainly doing well today. Yes. Yes, they well, are. Well, they, they keep it. We got a million people. They call them refugees. It's, it's probably they're going to come here. And But we had we had some refugees in, in America for a long time, and they call it homelessness. They just use different words. Mm-hmm. And it's downtown in Dallas, and they call it the tent city. But those are refugees. Yeah, and, you're right. Uh, that's right. Economic refugees. Economic refugees. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. 
all yeah, over the streets. Pedo. We're gotten. I, I hate to think about it, but we've gotten used to seeing them. Yeah. Well, that's that's what the American sin is, mm-hmm. because Doctor King. When if anybody studied that Channel Thirteen showed it, thank thank you Channel Thirteen. I'm a member. They showed the real truth, the death of a king by with Travis Travis Smiley. Doctor mm-hmm. King got murdered by. I can't say it because they, it's dangerous says they're, they're in this country because they're going to start taking away our, our communication uh, under this robot system mm-hmm. that Donald Trump gave you $6 trillion. But Dr. King really died. It wasn't for no dream. It was Dr. King that told America, you got plenty of money, take care of your own first, and then, and, and they won't, that's what the problem is. They won't take care of their own. And he didn't say black people. Black people don't get it twisted. He said poor people. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's why. It that's was the Poor People's Campaign. Yes, sir. And when we came, they actually showed it on Count 13. Thank you. They showed the whole thing. When Dr. King knew when he was, they were going to kill him, he knew the FBI, I shouldn't say that, was going to kill him because he said, here's what he said. He said, but I've been, he took use Moses. I've been to the mountaintop. I've seen the coming of the Lord. What he was telling you, they didn't kill me and the next morning, they killed him. That's true. Just that yeah. quick. It's about That's true. people. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you very much. And you can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Oh, morning. You know, um, I was looking up uh, Ukraine on Wikipedia the other mm-hmm. day, and they said that 25% of the world's topsoil is in Ukraine. Is that right? Yeah, huge amount. Mm-hmm. It's called the breadbasket of Europe. It's mm-hmm. also being called uh, the breadbasket of the Soviet Union. But mm-hmm. either way, a huge amount of food came from the Ukraine for mm-hmm. centuries. Yeah, they're looking, at, they're looking at food shortages all over Europe now. <laughs> right, yeah. Mm-hmm. They. I mean, if they have a war in there... They already right do. Right now, they're... Well, right, yeah, if... if uh, you know, if the farmers there are trying to put in a crop in the middle of a war, good luck with that. I think and they're not. They're yeah. not. They exactly. can't. Exactly. So I was, uh, the first reason I called was to urge people to put in a garden this year. Uh, ah, I'm, what a good idea. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and since you're a union show, I'm wondering if, uh, you know, I'm the guy that calls from California, and our drought is continuing out here. And I'm in a union in uh, San Francisco, and you know the idea that uh, the locals or the uh, the the uh, uh, the council, uh, the labor council, could uh, help facilitate uh, uh, gardening uh, clubs, training for the kids, uh, the school districts do community gardens. Uh, we actually have kids. quite a few of those prog- programs in. Uh, the southern part of Dallas. That's uh, they're community based, mm-hmm. which are wonderful. Yeah, good. yeah good. Did you ever get a hamburger out there at that place where the community garden is? Yes, they're really good. They the be- and they have the best breakfast sandwich just ever. They it's do. just homemade bread and just oh my god. So that, that's a very good suggestion, brother, about having everybody get in gardens. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks very much. And you can call us too at nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. You're on the air. Hello. Uh, first, I want to ask a question. When, why, why don't we have more younger people calling into these shows, getting involved? Because in 40, 50 years, 
these issues that we're talking about today, they're going to really be uh, e- e- unfolding. Well, many of them aren't up yet, for one. <laughs> uh, it's Saturday morning. Uh, a bunch of them, you, you're, you're looked at, they don't call into radio shows. They go out and do stuff. Do they? Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I think they're on their phones all the time. No, I think, I think that's not right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I work with a lot of young people. Mm-hmm. What's your theory, brother? Why, why do you think uh, that you, you perceive that younger people don't call radio shows? What's your theory? Uh, well, you know, I, w- I work with them in high school, mm-hmm. and I see a lot of their behavior like on a like, weekly basis. Mm-hmm. I coach, and I also do uh, STEM volunteer work. So um, I don't think that the value has been instilled in them like it was in older people, where, you know, where you, know, you were taught to be politically active, aware, and et cetera. And I'm not saying that that they aren't as a whole. I'm just saying that I wished I could see more uh, on these shows call in and give their perspective. Mm, I see. Uh, now, now I, let's segue to what Jim Hightower was talking about. Do, do, do people really, the light bulb go off in their head? What happens when you've, combine robotics and artificial intelligence where you don't need a human being anymore. Hmm. And you notice he mentioned that that would replace millions of jobs. Mm-hmm. And that is that is another part of this industrial complex that you have uh, coming developing where you know you used to have to have a person to do bookkeeping and all these white collar jobs. Mm-hmm. Well, what he just said was, when you combine those two technologies, that's going to eliminate a lot of white-collar jobs. Yeah, a lot of so jobs are being eliminated right and left all over the place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So, and so the young people are paying the sorry. price for that, too, because uh, because it's harder and harder for them to get a good job. And that's why it's so important for us to uh, promote, especially in high school, the technical programs that are out there, the paid apprenticeships, uh, the technical. My gosh, I was at uh, Eastfield College in Pleasant Grove. They have a huge repertoire of technology, technical classes like mm-hmm. uh, welding and um, dental technicians mm-hmm. and nurse assistants. Uh, we got to have mechanics that know how to work on cars. Even the cars of the future, we got to have plumbers, we got to have electricians. Those are dynamite paying jobs. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. Uh, why would you? We don't have robots that are going to be doing that stuff. So right. I say, talk to those kids in the high school. Tell them about these apprenticeship programs. Tell them you don't have to go to college. There lot, the unions have a lot of uh, Oh, my gosh, yes. The builders, builders trades, building trades have got several different uh, apprenticeship, paid apprenticeship programs. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, that's, that's excellent. Yeah, because All right. as, as you're saying, everybody can't fit into college. It's not that you can't fit. uh, It's just not your thing. Well, I mean, the colleges can't have every kid that go graduates high school. There's not enough room. Yeah, they won't take them. They won't take them. Yeah, they won't take them. Yeah, there you go. That's why our community colleges are teaching uh, 
remedial skills to our kids that are graduating from high school. Right. Well, there's, there's, there's no shame, or rather, in, in working with your hands. No, no, there's not. Because I did it for years. So did I. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's essential. Mm-hmm. It's an essential, what's, what's that word, essential worker? Or what's that word they use, coined, the phrase they coined during the pandemic? I think that's right, uh, yeah, essential that's worker. Right. Essential right. Worker. So it's an essential worker. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the society can't function without those uh, skills being available. Right. Like you said, right. if the car breaks down, well, the robot may not fix that. And if you need your teeth clean, well, the robot may not do that. So mm-hmm. those are the fields that need to be uh, emphasized because the colleges just can't take everybody, and then everybody may not be capable academically of keeping up with the, the rigors. Okay, you made a, made a right. good point, but we got to move Thank on. You. we got people waiting. Thank you right. so much. 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello, can you hear me? Good morning. Yeah. Awesome. So what the last caller was saying about about colleges and the more technical jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm 29, right? When I was in high school and we were all told that going to college was the only way to get a, get a good paying job, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Systematic discouragement of jobs like plumbers, like, you know, yep. um, being a mechanic, that sort of thing. So it's kind of we've kind of dug our own, you know. And then everyone goes to college, takes out loans, and bam, you know. Mm-hmm. Unless you were a black and brown child in high school, when you were in high school, those were the kids that were encouraged to go into the programs for uh, technical skills and going to auto shop. And those are the kids that they referred to those schools. Or while the white kids are getting, or ROTC. Well, while the white ROTC kids are getting, got a lot of them. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. the white kids are getting pushed into college. Mm-hmm. Well, go ahead, uh, sister. Well, but uh, I am, well, my, my group went to college. We're not making any more than like thirty-five mm. grand a year last. Yeah. So, so yeah, you're you're exactly right. We need to. So it's not for everybody, um, is it? Mm. It's not for everybody. Let, let me tell. Let me tell you my story. Uh, after I got my doctorate, <laughs> I was te- I was teaching at uh, Bishop College. And uh, I don't know if you remember, the Bishop College got into a lot of financial trouble, and they were three mm-hmm. months be- three months behind on my paycheck when I got a job in a factory where I got paid every week. Ooh. And I stayed in the factory the rest of my career. Doctorate and all. So it's Dr. Dr. Gene Lance. Mm-hmm. Woo! We've, we've kind of dug ourselves into this hole and, you know, we need, we need to dig ourselves out of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you're making a good point, and I wish wish Tom Berry would call because he's got the answer for all of this. And you can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. If there's anybody waiting, Pierre. Okay, good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for waiting. Good morning. Good morning. Just quickly, this is Councilwoman Arnold. Good morning. Good morning. I just wanted, to, and everything Ms. Bonnie was saying about the auto mechanics and all those training courses when I was in school, that's exactly what was happening. Uh, the African-American and Hispanic students yep. were pretty much directed to cosmetology, auto mechanics, mm-hmm. and Yep. But, 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 but just speaking, I, I wanted to make sure folks understand you do, it is beneficial to get some type of training if it's not the four-year traditional college 
there are some course trainings for these jobs now that basically help run this country. Mm-hmm. And I want to uh, remind folks that we do have a program, a couple, couple things down at, in the old Urban League building with, uh, where we uh, inaugurated that building with Urban, uh, Urban League building. With on Lippin. Dallas. On, uh, on, on, on Lancaster, right? Right, right, right. And, and Dallas College and, and, and uh, UNT. And those jobs, the plumbing and air conditioning, all those trades, those those uh, opportunities are available there for folks to take advantage of. But we targeted that area specifically for that workforce job training. Also want to talk about the importance of a step we just took. Uh, the uh, Dallas uh, Park, Park Board just supported our initiative to rename the Cummings Recreation Center after, the, after Hiawatha Williams. I saw that. That's exciting. Yeah. I'm excited, so excited, but my focus there is going to make sure we put in a training program uh, so they're accessible to that community, especially at 75216, yeah. so that folks will get some basic training on, on many of those opportunities. But folks, what, what our focus is going to be is that entrepreneurship, too. We want to begin to train folks on how not just how to work for someone, but also how to own a business. Right. And Mr. Walker just just gifted. I was very excited. Yes, yes. Gifted two franchises to two women yeah. uh, that have been working with him since they were like 15, 16 years old. That made me uh, cry. That made me cry. <laughs> but I just know that with us having the bullet train coming in our communities yeah. and some of these other projects coming, we have got to get our young people trained and we've got to get those who are senior trained these jobs that are waiting for us. Councilwoman, is is there a phone number or something for people to take advantage of this training that's available? Well, I I really don't. What they can do, Ms. Jean, just quickly, they can call my office and we'll get them in touch with Ms. Pamela Thornton, who's down there at the program, or either the contacts at UNT or Dallas College at that building. So they can call my office at 214- 670-0780. That's 214- 670-0780 and take advantage of this training that's right here in the corridor of Lancaster and in a very much needed zip code 75216. Yes. All right. Yes. Thanks a million. Y'all Thank you. Good to know that there's jobs uh, training available, but we have to take a break, don't we, Pierre? We'll be right back. We're back on the Workers' Beat with Bonnie Mathias and Jean Lance. What were you saying, Bonnie? I'm really excited about uh, the results here in Dallas County uh, with the vote-by-mail debacle. Okay. Uh, Many of the counties across, well, 18,000 ballots were thrown thrown out across Mm -hmm. the state. Okay, mm-hmm. in Dallas, that's eighteen thousand people that just tried to vote and did and, not get to vote. Right, there, there, it was rejected for one reason or another. Well, there's twenty seven thousand originally, originally. rejected, but yes. some of them got cured. I guess. Right, yes. So it's eighteen thousand is the yes. number of people who actually tried to vote and failed. Yes, were not allowed to vote. That's right. Jesus. In Harris County, uh, roughly nineteen percent of their ballots received. Uh, were not valid. That's Houston. Mm-hmm. That's Houston. In Dallas County, mm-hmm. 
682 of the 694 ballots that were rejected were cured. Ah. So we have a 6.5% rejection rate, overall rejection rate in Dallas County. That is the lowest in any metro county in the state. So we done good. We done good. I got to credit Tara, Texas Alliance for Retired Americans. I got to credit Dallas Democrats for reaching out to people over 65 to Mm -hmm. help them. Uh, my gosh, we had the feds, the funky East Dallas Democrats. They were reaching out to folks to help them. Mm-hmm. That's why we did this. And the, the elections department actually did a, a, a pretty good job. I got to say my ballot, our ballot board, uh, it, which is Democrats and Republicans together. They did that. Mm-hmm. They did that. And the Democrats ran a hotline. And I yes. want to reach out to Kenneth Williams who's the president of the, of the Dallas chapter of the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans, because he sat on that hotline. And not only did he answer all the questions, you know, the people that called, mm-hmm. but he also put the word out uh, on the Internet and everywhere else he could get to about the kinds of problems that people were having so that other people would find out what was going on. That's right. And I interviewed him, and that will play at 9.50 when oh, you good. and I leave. Excellent. Uh, Kenneth Williams will be talking about the, the results of the elections. I'm very proud uh, of what we did. Uh, Hayes County, which is a suburb of, uh, south of Austin, they had 208 rejected ballots, mm-hmm. and their total rejection rate was 8.2%. Really? Yep. So, so we done we done better than even some of the smaller counties. Oh yeah, and the big counties. I mean, they they were Hidalgo County, nineteen point four percent, Williamson County, eleven point six percent. So we did we did an outstanding job. Kudos to, to Dallas citizens for really stepping up. And, and helping folks cure their ballots and and kudos to the to the ballot board at Dallas County Elections Department. It's made up of people from Democrat and Democratic and Republican parties. Those are the people that work till God knows what hours to get those ballots cured. Well, this, while you're giving credit for credit due, yes. uh, you might as well tell people who caused all this problem to begin oh, with. Oh, that's Governor Abbott. Governor Abbott yes. and the Texas legislature yes. and the Republicans yes. in the Texas legislature yes. set up our, our, our electoral system to fail. That's right, because this is supposed to make it easier to vote, but harder to cheat. So they said, but they lied. <laughs> liar, liar. The truth is that they did everything they could to sabotage the election everything. system in America, everything. and they are working on that every, in every state where they have a chance to do that. Yep. And they did it here in Texas, and and you said 18,000 Texans tried to vote and didn't get to vote, but nobody knows how many people gave up. That's right. Because there was bad publicity about vote by mail. I I don't know how many people just gave up and didn't even try. I'm sure there were thousands. And that's exactly what they intended. That's exactly what they want you to do. They want you to give up. Mm -hmm. They want you to just... Oh, well, I guess I'm just not. No, mm-hmm. we had people. I had a lady who her ballot was rejected twice. Mm-hmm. My God, they came and got her, put her in her wheelchair, carried her to the polling location, and she was able to vote curbside because mm-hmm. she was not going to give up. Mm-hmm. And now we'll get her her vote by mail taken care of so that she won't have to do that again. Yeah. 
972-647-1893. You don't have to just hear our opinions. You can put your own out there for the whole world to look to. Oh, oh, oh I got to tell you, in the 2020 presidential election, less than 1% of mail-in ballots were thrown out. Had a problem, yeah. In the whole state. Mm-hmm. So don't tell me that the Republicans aren't trying to stop you from voting. Because that's absolutely that's exactly what they are trying. What they're, they're doing. not trying to stop everybody from voting. No, just black and brown people and old people mm-hmm. and people with disabilities. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Teachers are on the move, and uh, George Runghill is trying to hire a new uh, organizer. The starting salary is $37,000 or $40,000, depending on your past experience. Contact George Ranghill at Alliance AFT 334 Center Street. Or you can fax your resume to 214-942-2226. I'm proud of them because they are the biggest local in, I think they're the biggest local in Texas, or they used to be. And uh, they're trying to get bigger. So they're still organizing, trying to get more school employees, Mm -hmm. not just teachers, but cafeteria workers, janitors, everybody that works in education. And another reason I'm proud of their union, the American Federation for Teachers, is because they joined my old union, the American Association of University Professors. They have merged. Wow. So now, if you're a school employee (laughs) from kindergarten all the way through graduate school, Wow. You can be a member of the American Federation of Teachers. That's pretty cool. And, uh, and the American Federation of Teachers has got some very militant members. Dr. Michael Phillips was in the newspapers. Oh, my God. Again this week. He's such a radical. Oh, my God. He is suing Collin County College, and he's the third one to do it over First Amendment issues. Uh, and he criticized their COVID policy. He did, and, and he also did. came out against... Uh, Confederate statues. Yes, he criticized them for that. He, he's he, in favor of teaching correct American history. Which I is, can't. I just shocking. That's shocking. That's I tell pra- you, that's practically a lynching offense I'm in Texas. You. Speaking of lynching, oh, it, it's going to be against the law again. That no, for for at last for two hundred years, people have tried to get a law passed against lynching, and it finally got through Congress just last week. So now there's wow. a, they're going to make lynching a hate crime, which you'd think it would have been done 200 years ago. You would have thought. But they, and they have tried and tried and tried. There's a long history of trying to get the lynching law passed and not being able to. Kind of sounds like the, the women's rights issues, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. How long have we been trying to get that passed? Equal rights amendment. That, yeah. That's actually... That's actually got a chance of passing. It does now, now but my mm-hmm. God, we've been fighting for it for decades. Yeah, it's Good true. God. But at last, there is an anti-lynching law in America. Wow. Don't go lynching somebody. It's against the law. Used to not be, but no, now it is. Now they it is. they well, used to do it in downtown time. Dallas, you know, and invite, invite the family. Two or 3,000 people were in those pictures. They made postcards and sent them out all over the country uh, about how they celebrated their Jesus. lynching. Jesus. And uh, they lynched the uh, whole downtown uh, of uh, Tulsa. They lynched the whole downtown of Sherman, Texas. And, uh, and that wasn't even against the law. Nobody went to jail for that. That's crazy. So now it is against the jail. That's worth celebrating. Something is really, really good. Here's something else worth celebrating. The government shutdown did not happen. 
they actually they actually passed the bill and did not shut the government that was, down. That was yesterday, right? Yeah, well, Wasn't that the, was deadline? the deadline? Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Good God almighty. And the Major League Baseball yes. players have a five-year contract. 162 games, yes. So thank goodness for that. Yeah, because you know what? If you come, if you schedule to give blood at the Dallas Democrats on Tuesday, mm -hmm. you'll be entered into a drawing for two tickets, four nights, stay, transportation, everything to the Major League Baseball game in L.A., the All-Star game. So... That's so good news. sign up to give blood. They say we never have any good news. I know. See, I have good news. I, think also that, I don't know if you want to call this good or bad, but oh. the Minneapolis Federation of Teachers, I was talking about teachers. Well, right, they went on strike. They are on strike right now yes. as we are speaking. I think it's about pay, too, They're calling it? for systemic change and fighting an administration that remains entrenched in an unacceptable status quo. Jesus. And that's what the AFL-CIO says about it. But there's thousands and thousands of teachers in Minneapolis. Yes, there are. And, and it's not just teachers, of course. It's called, it's called it's the Teachers' the, Union. Right, but it's the supports, teachers and support staff. Mm, a long time ago, it was just teachers. But uh, now it's teachers and support staff. And they are all out. And uh, one, of the, one of the demands is, that, uh, is raises for the support staff. So look out for them teachers. A single person with no children would need to make roughly $14.50 an hour working full-time. This is a single person. Yeah. No kids. Yeah. To support themselves from labor earnings alone in this country with the lowest cost of living. That's in the county with the lowest cost of living. That would not be here. So $14.50 is what you would have to have if you're a single person in a rural county yeah. where the cost of living is very, very low. Yep. And that's... Twice the current federal minimum wage. So we need a raise in the minimum wage. And everybody that's for that is, generally speaking, is on our side. Yeah. Everybody that's against it is on the other side. Yeah, and unfortunately, they have a lot of say-so in Congress. Well, and that's, again, you know, I, I got to tell you, we only turned out 214,000 people for this uh, this runoff. Mm -hmm. Y'all, we have 1.3 million registered voters in Dallas County. Where were you guys? Mm -hmm. What the heck? If they want a, if they want democracy, they're going to have to fight for if it. If you want to change, if you want things to go better, you've got to do better. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Glad to hear from you. Good morning, buddy. Good morning, Good morning. brother. How are you? Like fine wine, better brave. <laughs> I love it. All it get better get. That's right. Mm -hmm. See, we get fruitier, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking I was even daddy warned you yesterday where it, it took uh it told to you, I don't know what in the world they are about Chuck they started the Chuck Blouse. They protesting, but they posted how to include my heat with them, all that. What the devil is going to get put with me a lot of all these people need Chuck Blouse. Yeah. Did you see Cruz get out of that big old truck with his jeans on? Boy, he looked tough, didn't he? Sen our senator, Senator yes. Cruz, joined the people that are trying to to uh, stop the economy. Shut down the economy. Yeah, mm -hmm. I started out back back in the day when I was going to school. Teachers whooped you. The coaches hit you. When you, you made a bad, bad play or something, football or something bad. And now you can't whoop the teacher. You can't, I mean, teach you can't whoop a child. All those stupid stuff. Bust out of, I, my daughter uh, was a 
killed on the school bus. She teased a little child. And while back, she got three day layoff. Uh. Yeah, we had my, the, the lady lived behind my grandparents had permission to whoop us, so, and then called grandma. <laughs> I, know, I know when I grow up, I'm able to whoop us. That's right, that's right. And they call, and then call and send you home and call them before you get there, so when you get there, you get another whooping. Yeah, you know, <laughs> my, son, my son, in, in his lifetime, every one day, he's daddy. Hey, y'all, I know what we did. I, we did the same thing. <laughs> yep, that's right. That's how, that's, you know, you did, you can't fool us because we already did all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling us this morning. You have a great day. And you can call us too at 972-647-1893. I want to get this in. You know, I need to ask one quick question. If Blackhawk is listening this morning, would you please call and give us a number so Herlinda Resendez can reach out to you? Okay, Herlinda Resendez wants to talk to Blackhawk. Yes. All right, he listens all the time. Yes. The Southern Poverty Law Center says that hate groups fell in the United States. This is good news. That is good news. So instead of having uh, 838, which they had in 2022, or 940, which they had in 2019, it's down to 733 in 2021, according to Southern Poverty Law Center, and they wouldn't lie. No. So the number of hate groups in America is falling that's good news. Well, yeah, but it the worries. The bad news is there's still 733 well, of them. And, and it worries me that some of these ones have disbanded and joined the other ones. I see. So they're merging. Yeah. Well, the reason it's falling is because Mr. Trump's not president anymore. Well, that could be it. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. You're on the air. Hello? Oh, hung up. 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Yes, sir. Have you talked about the... Union, uh, Can you? I think you need okay. to turn your radio off, brother. Yeah. Turn your radio off and then talk. Have you, have you heard anything about the union organizing with Starbucks? Uh, yeah, I mean, they're organizing all over the country. Right, right. And what about the uh, re-vote and that Amazon fight in uh, Birmingham? I don't think the vote's taking place. Uh, they have another vote coming up. And then, meanwhile, there's a couple of other Amazon warehouses have begun uh, organizing, organizing drives. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, and there's a hundred Starbucks. They had one Starbucks. This is about a month ago. So yeah. One Starbucks in Syracuse, New York. Yeah, and, they, and now and they got a union. Yep. And, and now, now there's over a hundred Starbucks. You know, unionism. It's just it spreads like wildfire once it gets started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so, wonderful. It, it it's exciting. It is exciting. <laughs> and I, you know, I hear all these. Well, they they pay them well, and they do this. Okay. Well, let's make sure that they continue to do that for employees coming in. If you just if you start a rumor where you work. Start a rumor that the union's coming in, you'll get a raise right away. Because uh, they'll, they'll, they, they always do anything they can to avoid That's giving right. you a chance That's to speak right. for yourself. That's right, because they don't want you to speak for yourself. They want, they want to be able to control you. And when you have a union, you are in control. But before I'll be a slave, I'll lay down in my grave and let my master come and take me home. That's right. we got to go Amen. take a break. We'll be right back.
972-647-1893. The station just loves it when you call. We've had lots of calls today. 647-1893. I bet the station manager is happy. Yes. Let me get this in. April 28th is Workers' Memorial Day. That's when we celebrate, well, we honor all the workers that are killed or injured on the job. And OPEIU 277 and UFCW 1000 on that same day are co-sponsoring a fundraising shooting match in Mingus, Texas. Where's that? May the 1st is International Workers' Day. Mm -hmm. I was just telling Bonnie that the steel workers, and we want to reach out to Brother Lou Luckhart because they have already volunteered to take over the logistics for a Dallas picnic at Lake Cliff Park, which is also known as Colorado Park. That's going to be so fun. Yeah, May the 1st falls on Sunday this year, so it'll be 2 p.m. that Sunday. Oh, my God, that's awesome. Unions, progressive organizations, and labor-endorsed candidates will probably be asked to pay $100 for a table, access to the microphone, and a listing in the brochure. It's, it's going to be a big celebration. I love it. Everything that's from the point great. of view of working people. Yeah, we had a big one last year. Yeah, it was good. It yeah. nearly rained. Nearly killed Jean, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, the joke is that I fell on my tail at the very beginning of the thing and busted my head open. I had to go to the hospital and get his head fixed. So I missed the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, he missed the whole dang party. I originated that idea. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> I, and I made a welcoming speech. I welcomed yep. everybody. Then I fell off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> well, the it had rained the night before and there was a little bit of mud on the concrete mm-hmm. and it was like ice. So when you stepped off of it, your foot went down and your head hit the stage and so blood went everywhere. Now they're threatening to call it the Gene Lance, Gene Lance Memorial, Memorial Picnic. We can't do that. You're not dead. Well, they figure I will be probably. Nah. <laughs> nah. If I keep falling down. Well, no more falls. 972 <laughs> But you better hurry. We only have six They minutes. make us leave at, six, right. at 9.50. Yeah. Yeah. And it's almost 9.50. And then they're gonna, they are going to play my podcast with Kenneth Williams oh. discussing the results of the election. You need uh, to listen to this because Kenneth Williams is brilliant. Yeah. And he has an incredible voice. He does. He's, he does. Our, he's the best orator <laughs> yes. in the Texas yes. Alliance for Retired Americans. I'm threatening him to, to uh, try to get him to go on tour. Uh, and, and spread his his talents across the state. I like it. We can spread it via YouTube, but for mm-hmm. that matter, my God. Ed Seals of the Texas AFL-CIO has heralded the Denton Transit, the bus bus guys in Denton. I forgot now what they call it. Uh, bus stop, stop privatization in yeah, Denton. Stop, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. remember Joshua, you could, he, Joshua knows. Ed Seals said, the fight against privatization of the Denton Transit System eliminates the outstanding labor coalition. And you know, Joshua, who calls almost every week. Yes. Is probably the guy that started that. Yeah. And he's from the Texas State Employees Union, which is an organizing bunch. And that's, they are part of CWA, Communications Workers of America. Here's some bad news. America's America's 704 billionaires have gotten $1.7 trillion richer, 57% richer over the two years of the pandemic. Almost all of those wealth gains will go tax-free, according to Americans for Tax Fairness. And you're talking about making money. I think we have a problem here. 
I I didn't get I didn't get that much more money. You didn't. No. You didn't get a fifty-seven percent raise. No, well, sir, I did not. You must not be a billionaire. Oh. Because they did. That's what you have to be. You got to be a billionaire to get a fifty-seven percent raise. That's, that's what it is. Well, what the hell do you need a raise for if you're already a billionaire? And gas went up. <laughs> gasoline oh. went up forty cents last week. So, you know who is going to be paying all these billionaires to get richer and richer yep, and richer? You and me, baby. And who do we have on the phone? Do we especially have a call? in the oil people. Okay, yeah. we have a call. Hello, yeah. thanks for calling. Yeah, hello. I, I really, am, I, I just want to ask a question. Uh, is it is it is it legal for a union, the FGE a union, to send say bonus checks out to the members, some members? For a union to send bonus checks out to the members. I never heard of a union doing that, but I'm sure it would be legal. Yeah. They could give money to the members if they if they had that kind of money. Most yeah. of them I know are almost broke. Yeah. Go ahead, brother. What about it? That was just a question I had because uh, I, I belong to one. And uh, like around Christmas, they sent out like, you know, $50 bonus to, to some people. Some well, that's, that's pretty nice. I mean... It's a philanthropy it's a thing. thing. Yeah, I mean, it's mm-hmm. a, it's about it's about giving back to the members because mm-hmm. okay. if okay. it's possible, if a union is able to do that, God bless them. That's yeah. awesome. They've got okay. that kind of money. Thank you. Kelsey, thank you. Kelsey hey, thank Warren. You. Yes, sir. Kelsey Warren, the oil and pipeline magnate of Dallas, is suing Beto O'Rourke <gasps> yes. because Beto O'Rourke made Told the truth. He said that fossil fuel companies profited from the Texas deep freeze last year, and so he is getting sued. William Barr, we used to be the Attorney General of of America, he thinks the Republicans should pick someone stable instead of Trump. (laughs) But if it's Trump, he'll vote for him. For not for the 2024 presidential run. Yeah, but he did did, uh, say that if it is Trump, he will vote for him. So there you go. Oh, did he say so? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. The Republicans sued over the redistricting maps in North Carolina, and they lost. And Pennsylvania, and they lost both of them. (laughs) Yeah. And roughly 114 U.S. Capitol Police officers reported injuries as a result of the attack on the Capitol on January the 6th, according to CNN. We have to run out of time. We only got two more minutes. Oh, my God. Do we have two minutes? Well, yeah, till 59.50. Okay, go ahead then. So I just want to reiterate that Dallas County did an awesome job. Also want to let everybody know that the Dallas Democrats and KNON will be in the parade today going down Greenville Avenue. That's the Greenville Avenue St. Patrick's Day Parade. It is. This is the first time we've had a St. Patty's Day Parade in two years mm-hmm. because of the pandemic. So please, everybody, be careful. We don't want this to be a super spreader event. They'll, okay? be, so, they'll be sober, I assume. Mm-hmm, I don't think so. Were they sober <laughs> in Oak Cliff? <laughs> Were they sober? Sober in Oak Cliff, Gene? When we, when we marched Mardi down Gras? through Oak Cliff for Mardi Gras? I don't, they didn't look very sober. Well, there you go. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Are we out of time yet? Nope. One I'm, more minute. They, that clock must have got readjusted. More than $1.5 billion has been spent to settle claims of police misconduct involving thousands of officers repeatedly accused of wrongdoing, according mm. to the Washington Post. Wow. Now, that's over 10 years. <laughs> A lot. There were a lot of them. A Dallas policeman was arrested for being in a brawl outside of a bar in Deep Ellum. The EMT who kicked a homeless man, and this is a guy who's who's a trained karate guy. An MMA guy. He kicked his homeless man, put him in the hospital, and he will not be charged. No, it's okay to do that. 
And the Federal Housing Agency has determined that Hurricane Harvey relief went disproportionately to white areas. No! Oh, my God, you're kidding! Instead of minority residents. It was, it's horrible. It's still horrible. We have people in the Houston area that are living in crap that they've been living in for years now because they didn't get the money to fix their homes Mm -hmm. because it went to the white people. A number of businesses took out a full-page ad to ask Governor Abbott to stop persecuting trans children. I just signed a petition to to uh, against him uh, asking him to stop this. This is the Justice Department needs to step in and say stop. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Are we out of time yet? Okay. Them okay. Say goodbye, Bonnie. Goodbye, Bonnie.